Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Good afternoon, America. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. Thank you very much for joining us. I'll be bringing you the mayor's final thoughts at the end of my show. And you're not going to want to miss what's been keeping me up at night. Uh, And it's just getting worse every day. Every day when you wake up, there's another three or four assaults on our freedom. And in America that... uh, at least I don't recognize, and many, many of my friends and colleagues call me constantly as the repository of their complaints that we're losing America, we're losing America, we're losing America. So I'm I'm going to go over a couple of the things that happened today, and then we can and then we can discuss them when you uh, when you when you call me. But uh, and also that uh, we, we sort of alert ourselves to what's going on here around us while our country is being. Um, seems like it's being attacked from the inside at every point. First of all, a firefighter was shot this morning in Compton, California. I mentioned that because I just came back from Los Angeles, and I just did a Sunday show and a podcast that's out there right now on rudyscommonsense.com about the crime problems in Los Angeles and compared uh, the records of George Gascon, the de- uh, district attorney in Los Angeles, uh, to the district attorney Alvin Bragg here in New York. Alvin Bragg is promising to do everything that George Gascon has done in the last year and uh, month. Why we have to wait to see the results of how many people die, how many people get beaten, how many stores leave, I don't know. Uh, Only because our politicians are extremely cowardly and only care about uh, how things pull out with the base of their parties and the this and the that. Uh, How about... George Gascon didn't prosecute half the crimes that the California Penal Code says he should prosecute in the way that he should prosecute them for the last year. Uh, Crime, murder, everything else is up by record numbers. People are frightened as hell of crime in Los Angeles, including I went into into Beverly Hills, and (laughs) Beverly Hills has a crime wave. So when Beverly Hills has a crime wave, it, it permeated the entire county. In Compton today, in the morning, for a reason we don't know yet. So I don't, this may or may not be connected, but a firefighter was shot on the way to battling a fire in California. That uh, was, was um, very much part of the Dinkins riots we used to have in New York. I remember in Washington Heights, uh, they had to build... Um, they had to build, like, uh, 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 protection over, over the trucks so the firefighters wouldn't be pelted with rocks by the community that was outraged because a drug dealer who was painted as an altar boy was killed unjustifiably by a police officer. And after four days, it turned out to the drug dealer that the drug dealer was a major drug dealer. He was wanted by the federal government. And there was a tape that had been withheld uh, so that, uh, you know, people didn't look bad because we had a racist uh, 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 city at the time. And the tape made it clear that the police officer, Hispanic police officer, was fighting for his life. And it turned out to go away after four days of massive destruction 
in Washington Heights. That taught me something about how to handle riots and taught me there will just not be a riot. I didn't need 22 days to study a plan about how to do it. I had a plan when I started, unlike uh, the mayor who talks well but so far has done nothing. So, um, so that, I mean, that, 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 that's just going to make people in Los Angeles even more uh, concerned. Here in New York, Michael Rappaport, you know, the actor who had filmed uh, the shoplifting, the shoplifting really, this is all a product of last year's George Soros BLM Antifa-sponsored riots. That's what they were, by the way, done in counties we now know where George Soros elected the district attorneys so the rioters could go free. Sometimes even the shooters and the burners could go free. And uh, Kamala Harris's staff and some of Biden's staff helped with, the, with when it, whenever a little bit of bail money was needed. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? They're, they're basically they're on the side of the criminals who destroyed, uh, who did a massive amount of damage primarily to the African-American community, both in terms of fatalities, businesses. Well, M- Michael Rappaport... Uh, uh, happened to have taped a Rite Aid that was being shoplifted where they just, you know, went in, walked out, nothing happened. I mean, in a way, you you have about a thousand of these on tape from last year where the police just sat there and observed people completely loot stores as if our police are um, reporters of crime as opposed to those who, why they weren't interrupting the crime has to come from the orders they received from the Democrat mayors, because most of them were Democrat cities, if not all of them, and or the uh, uh, Soros-purchased uh, anti-police, pro-criminal district attorneys, who are a disgrace. Um, and it's my contention that Soros planned this all in advance. He went, he got the law enforcement system in that particular county fixed, corrupted, and then the riots took place in those places where everybody would be released by a guy who got two, three, four million dollars from George Soros. I mean, why else would George Soros care who the DA in Austin, Texas is? And also uh, the DA in Queens, New York. Uh, particularly uh, DAs that had no, ex- one of them. Of all these people he supported, I think only two of them had prosecutorial backgrounds. In other words, they didn't know a damn thing about prosecuting. They did know a lot about getting criminals out of prison, and that was their, their role was not to prosecute people in prison. It was to let pretty much cut by half the number of people that were going to prison, and they did it. And we now have uh, record increases in homicide in most of their cities, and still nobody uh, calling for an investigation of Soros. Why the hell did he do this? Now, you want, to see a, you want to see a liberal under pressure? You know, like a lefty, silly, one of these silly lefties, like the New York Times lefties and the ones who pontificate about everything? Look at Soros is hiding somewhere because the truckers are having a, uh, a strike. I don't remember, do you remember Ronald Reagan hiding when we had an uh, air traffic controller strike? Jeez, I was with him when it happened. I don't remember me hiding when the taxi drivers went on strike. Or the uh, or the uh, uh, legal aid lawyers went on strike. I said, "Don't come back." Taxi drivers went on strike. I said, "It was one of the best days in the city of New York." Don't come back. We'll we'll we got all these extra black cars. It's before we had uh, uh, Uber or or uh, Lyft. I wish I had thought of that. Huh? Uh, 
obviously we needed more taxis. And I said, gee, you know, stay out until Wednesday and we'll just give licenses to all those guys in, like in the Haitian community who were trafficking people in, some legally, some not uh, as legal as it should be maybe. But we said, look, you know, we'll empower them and make – they can take over the, the, the thing and we'll do away with that whole uh, that whole monopolistic uh, uh, system for, for a uh, medallion that gets you a million bucks. They came, they, they, they came back, yeah, 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 within, within a day. I never had any other strikes. You don't, uh, you don't allow people uh, um, for government striking. And uh, maybe these vaccine people, uh, uh, tr- truckers have a point that Trudeau should listen to because um, I know he's a scaredy cat and a frightened little guy. And You can't even fake it and be a fascist dictator like he is if, you, if you're going to go. I mean, if Hitler and Mussolini and Stalin and Lenin and all those guys went and hit, they didn't tell anybody. Let's put it that way. It's hard to be a fascist leader like he is and go hide. In, in Biden's case, it doesn't matter because he wouldn't know if he were hiding. You, you know that. I'm not saying anything really that you don't. I mean, we all know that we have a challenged uh, president, don't we? If we don't, we're challenged. When I come back, I'm going to talk to you about a real risk. And I'm going to conclude with some ideas about it later on on final thoughts. But this is a real risk, and we've got to be up for it and 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 and, and ready for it. The financial fallout from COVID-19 is about to hit home. To pay for mountains and federal aid, the government has printed massive amounts of money, dramatically weakening the United States dollar. According to some of the brightest minds on Wall Street, your money is about to hit a wall. That means inflation. Reduced purchasing power and a shrinking portfolio. Mass money printing is a currency killer. China couldn't be happier. Call now for a free copy of The Dollar's Last Stand. Learn about debt cycles, hyperinflation, and the dollar expiration date. (laughs) Every time I look, there's a dollar expiration date. Yes, there is. Most importantly, see if you qualify to trade your dollars for gold with an instant $5,000 gold credit. Call 1-888-204-2141. A station built just for you. Entertaining talk, information, show. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with you. And don't forget, uh, I'll be bringing you my final thoughts at the end of the show, so keep it right here. We're going to take your calls in a, in a few minutes when we come back after this after this break, but I, I, I want to follow up on my colleague's uh, comments toward the end of his show, because as I started thinking about it, uh, I sat here getting angrier and angrier. And how much are we going to take? I mean, just how much are we going to take? So I was all prepared to do a thing on, on first of all, this guy, um, this guy Harper, Terrell Harper, who uh, said uh, that, he had a wet dream to F that funeral up, bro. I can't wait. I'm looking for the next cop funeral. I'm going to F it up, bro. I'm going to F that S up. That'll make news. ASAP. So Harper's got a history of this. Uh, last year, he went up to an NYPD detective named Vincent Chung, uh, obviously Asian, and called him a goddamn cat eater and asking if he was uh, going to judo chop him. 
And the uh, Asian uh, police officer filed a first-of-its-kind lawsuit over the hateful attack. I get this from the New York Post, Tina Moore. Thank you, Tina, for picking this up. Do we have, uh, do we have the eloquent uh, Terrell Harper uh, here with appropriate cuts that we can play? Guys, we got a cut there for Terrell Harper? That'd have been a wet dream to f- that funeral up, bro. God, oh, my goodness, sir. I can't wait. I'm looking for the next cop funeral. I'm going to f*** it up. Well, he's got one coming up on Wednesday. Think maybe we better take it seriously? I mean, I, I, this guy won't do it. He's a big talker. People who talk, by and large, don't do it. I mean, I, it's responsible for the safety of R- Ronald Reagan. I, I bet you, you people don't know I had breakfast with Ronald Reagan the day he was shot. And I'm the one who got Hinckley out of uh, the custody of the Metropolitan Police with then head of the FBI, a great FBI at the time, Judge, uh, Judge Webster. I know a lot about presidential security. I did it for a long, long time. And, and I kind of did it for Bill Clinton when I, was, uh, when I was mayor because, you know, we had to protect him here in the city. Uh, th- th- these guys didn't bother me as much as the idiot who now gets uh, motivated by this. Now, the chances are small that'll happen. But the chances are there now. They weren't there before. And here's my answer to that. Come out on Wednesday. Bring one of those signs that was printed in the New York Post or that's available on the WABC website and just say, back the blue. How about back the Constitution of the United States? And we got two jobs now. One job is to get rid of Alvin Bragg. He should be gone. We don't have to go through what Los Angeles just went through with Gascon. We, we, don't, we don't have to have more people murdered. We don't have to have more stores looted knowing they're not going to get prosecuted. How, I mean, how much auto theft do we need to prove to us that this guy's big mouth has taken our de Blasio crime wave? And if you could make it worse, he's made it worse. It's 80% increase, according to Comstat, in auto theft. 60% increase in larceny, 40% increase in crime. Adams, that's a record, baby. You just set a record. No mayor has ever increased crime as much as you have. Not even de Blasio or Dinkins, your heroes. And you're the, this is what we got? This is the law and order mayor? And, and your, your, your inspirational message to the police today, going out there, putting their lives at risk. Don't screw up. And we're going to put you in partial uniforms. Yeah, that, I mean, it destroys the whole idea of plain clothes. The whole idea, I mean, you just, you, what, what, this is ridiculous. <sighs> However, we got a new one. Get rid of Bragg, number one. Number two, uh, the Super Bowl entertainer, according to Roger, who took a knee for Black Lives Matter, the cop-killing organization, and who had all kinds of Black Lives Matter paraphernalia and junk all around football stadiums and quit Georgia because of their oppressive, oppressive new laws about voting so that people don't cheat and went to Colorado where the laws are more oppressive and screwed a black city of 100 million bucks. Yep, he left Atlanta where the population is about 65% black. He went to Denver, Colorado, with a population of 9% black. He pulled $100 million out of Atlanta to punish them. 
because of their laws that they passed, that are less restrictive than New York, New Jersey, Delaware, and Colorado, where he went. What a jackass. What a, what a, what a boot-licking jackass. But now he picks a guy to be the Super Bowl entertainer for America. Here's his song about police. Let's see how Snoopy Doggy Dog feels about the police. This song is called Police, and I'm reading it uh, thanks to Phil Mushnick, the great sports reporter for the New York Post. So Phil's expertise is sports here, and uh, obviously he's shocked. Here's the song I will make proper, you know, things that I shouldn't say. All you in as out there. Take your guns that you using to shoot each other and start shooting these B.S. Mother effing police. That'll impress a mother effing N like me. Please shoot. Start shooting these B.S. Mother effing police. Start shooting. Pigs in a blanket. Fry them like bacon. Black Lives Matter. Pro-cop killing organization supported by the National Football League knee-taking Roger Goodell. Their phone number, according to my pal, according to my pal, uh, Greg Kelly, who I, uh, man, I wish I had him when I was mayor. We'd have reduced crime even more. Well, his father did a hell of a job, huh? 212-450-2000. Call up the NFL headquarters. Tell them you don't want a cop, a person in, inviting, asking for, suggesting cop killing. They want to prosecute uh, 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 Trump for saying let's have a peaceful and patriotic march. And this guy says go shoot cops. And you're going to have him on national television basically representing the United States of America. The heck with you. How about... You don't watch the Super Bowl. How about you don't buy a damn thing they advertise like Pepsi? Let's let's grow up. Let's fight back the right way. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome back. This is Rudy Giuliani. And you can chat uh, with me on 1-800-804-89222. Okay, so let's see who we. Oh, my goodness. I haven't heard from him in a while, and I'm glad he called. I've been thinking about it. Joel, who now is in not he's in Galilee, I believe. That's right. The truth shall set us free. Right near the sea. (laughs) Yes. And the truth shall set us free. I I was in the sea today. You know how many times I said that to myself in the last uh, two years as they try to destroy me? Well, thank God the truth is emerging about the Pennsylvania Isn't uh, terrific? fraudulent terrific. election. It's amazing. You know, um, just like yeah. you said regarding, you know, the laptop, everything they well, said was like misinformation. Said, I mean, you've been talking over a year now, you and me, and I know your whole situation and you know mine. And um, you and I are probably one of now, I don't know, I'd say a thousand people that know how crooked the Bidens really are. Thirty-one million dollars. Can you believe that from the Chinese no. Communist Party? Imagine if Franklin Roosevelt had gotten thirty-one million dollars from the Nazi Party, <laughs> or John Kennedy had gotten thirty-one million dollars from the Russians, or, or Ronald Reagan. 
I but mean, you know, Mr. Mayor, this is be ridiculous. <laughs> but you know, Mr. Mayor, considering that they took more than two hundred billion out of Wall Street in Chinese stock frauds called the China Hustle, this was a small, uh, you know, drop in the bucket for them. They're still to this day making about a hundred million dollars a month with their hedge funds, with their trillion dollars of Chinese companies that are trading in our capital markets. Well, Joe, you understand this. I'm not sure our audience will. You know, I only have a small snippet. I have I have a hard drive which represents one of his computers. It was, in fact, during that period of time, the one that he used most often. By no means the only one, and probably not the most secret one, because I can tell the transactions are taking place off that computer. I do also have evidence that there are offshore accounts. I also have evidence from the from the Ukrainians. Now, hopefully, they're going to live. Uh, that our government, even under the Reagan administration, blocked access to those accounts, and it clearly contains Americans, meaning Democrats. And the chief prosecutor there told me, "You ever, you know, why they're fighting you so hard, Giuliani? You know why they want to destroy? I'm surprised they haven't killed you. You open this up, it isn't just Biden that goes." You're going to get a lot of big Democrats head rolling and maybe a Republican or two. That's what he told me. I'm just repeating what he told me. Everything I have said, I I wish people would understand this. Everything I've told them has turned out to be 100% true. Not a single exaggeration on the hard drive, on uh, Russian collusion, all true and backed up. And the same thing is going to turn out about the election fraud, you know. It's all going to turn out to be true. It's all based on affidavits. I got sitting about 40 yards from me. I got 300 of my own. The whole crew's got about 600. Everything I said about the election is based on something somebody said to me. Just like everything I said about Biden is based on evidence, recordings, text, the text where finally they're paying attention to the 50% tape. I saw it all over television the other day. That... Hunter, for 30 years, has been giving 50% to Joe. And I want you to just note, and please, I'm not saying this. I don't want to sound like a crybaby, but they do a whole piece on Hunter Biden and all this information about Hunter Biden, and Fox doesn't include me. They wouldn't have a damn, they wouldn't have any of it without me, including the original stuff I got back in 2019. I dug it all up. I had a lot of help. Miranda Devine did great work with what I gave her. But there'd be no, there'd be, none of this would be out there if I wasn't willing to have the courage to come forward, knowing they would destroy me, but proud that I'd be serving my country. I'm very proud of what I did. You, they can call me whatever names they want. It's going to prove out. The whole thing's going to prove out. And thank you for calling us from Galilee. And, Joe, I know you do because you're a spiritual man. Uh, say a prayer for us. This is, we really need it. Uh, well, he'll, he'll be he'll be he'll be listening in. He's my you know, he's also my my uh, Israeli correspondent. And I'm asking others of you in other places, if you would like to call in on a somewhat regular basis and you're as articulate and as sharp as Joel, I'll make you my, you know, I don't know about ABC probably has all kinds of rules about this. I better check. But you can be my correspondent. So now we'll go to Ed. Let's go to Ohio. Key Hi, Rudy. State, How you by doing? the way, key state politically. Rudy, yeah. I called Rita Cosby last week, and I talked to her about, I think, anybody caught in a gun crime 
should get the electric chair again Whoa, and whoa, show it to show to it to the people on television. What did Rita say? She thought I was kind of morbid. <laughs> I love Rita. You know I love Rita, right? Yeah, I like listening to you guys' shows. But I'll tell her, you, and something. I love and I love I, uh, I love Kelly too. I love them all. I love Levin. I love when Levin gets angry. He works himself up. You know? Have you? I don't know if you've noticed that. So what's going on, Ed? Well, you know, the service they had for the policemen at St. Patrick's Cathedral was wonderful. Great. Great words. But words don't do it. you got to have the action. Uh, and we, I couldn't we, agree we with you take, more. And, and who, really, the words, uh, except for the police commissioner and Mrs. Rivera, the words were mushy, mushy, mushy. I mean, the mayor was mushy, mush, mush, mush. Uh, it was not much of a eulogy, and I sure know eulogies. I mean, how how is it that uh, <laughs> he got no standing ovation during his speech? The police commissioner got five, and the most applause, of course, was for, for for Mrs. Rivera, who had the guts to say what no Democrat politician has the courage to say, which is uh, you know calling out calling out the DA, who's going to get a lot more people killed if we don't stop him. I mean, that's just the plain truth of it. And there are times in which, times in politics in which you've got to go against your party. I've done it. It's hard. It takes a while to recover sometimes. I'm not sure I ever recovered from the Cuomo thing. I did recover from prosecuting the Teamsters when I was uh, condemned by 132 members of Congress and every presidential candidate, and they wanted Ronald Reagan to fire me. And you know who supported me? Vice President Bush. That's why I, <laughs> that's why when he called me and he wanted me to do something, unless it was wrong, which I would never do, I'd do it faster than for anybody else. You know how that is when somebody's loyal to you. At a time, I was a, pretty much a kid then. I was just finishing my career as U.S. attorney. I was, to tell you the truth, not thinking about running for mayor. I was thinking about going into law practice. Slight thought about running for the Senate. D'Amato was all over me and, and uh, John McCain. and uh, Really didn't kind of want to do it. I always thought that sitting in the Senate, <laughs> I thought I'd get bored. <laughs> it's terrible to say this. I thought I'd get bored. I don't think I would now. You know, the senators, the really good ones, the really smart ones have really taken on. You think of the ones that are on television, Republican and Democrat. The other thing that's happened is that members of Congress have become more more important, and as they should, by the way. Now, the House was kind of ignored. This, was, this just used to be all about the president, the majority leader, the speaker, the minority leader, the other minority leader, and a couple of chosen people here and there. And the committee chairs, powerful as hell, were very quiet. Now it's become more, more, in, more engaged. So let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Larry in Brooklyn. Yeah, hi Rudy. First, I want to say that is it is beyond disgusting if Fox News was trying to disavow any affiliation with you. And in, to talk about the Super Bowl. I'm not watching Fox News anymore. Well, I just saw an advertisement. I saw. Uh, it is where is Hunter Biden special tonight? So it's going to be with uh, Miranda. Of course it should be with Miranda and with 
some other people, and blah, 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 blah. but there's nobody in the world that knows more about Hunter Biden than I do. No, I shouldn't say that. There's nobody in the world who got the information but me. I have to say that people like uh, um, uh, Miranda, certainly on the hard drive, has done more research. Uh, Peter, uh, Peter Schweiker. Peter Schweiker brought out the information, one part of it uh, before me, but nobody paying attention to it. You know, it was like whoever really discovered America, I'm the one who got it the attention, which, is, I mean, I, which means I was the guy that was willing to have his head chopped off. Somebody had to do it. Otherwise, we would never be talking about it. History would be deprived of this information. That's what they were uh, trying to do to us. So when you watch that show, remember, you're not getting a key, uh, you're not getting a lot of authentic information. It's a historically flawed show. And I say that without, you know, being the reason why, <laughs> the reason why it is. I mean, let me talk to Pamela. I'd like to hear from Pamela. Hi. Um, yeah, I just, well, you've probably read it already, but please read Peter Navarro's book in Trump time. and remind Read it. I memorized it. Yes, thank you. And, um, <laughs> I loved it. You. I have and, a great signed copy of it. It's one of the better books. Oh, yeah. Well, come here. Tell me about it. Oh, yeah. I, I um, remind Trump of the people who helped to bring him down. And uh, this will be very important uh, when he's president again in 2024 to surround himself by a very few and trusted souls. That is going to be the most important thing and to purge the rest. There are very few books that I can say what I can say of Peter's book. Books like that always contain a lot of inaccuracies, not, not on purpose, because they're written fast. And sometimes the publisher wants you to do stuff to gin it up. I never did. I wrote a book on leadership. It was a little bit easier to resist that, although they tried. Peter's book has integrity, like, streaming out of it. And just a few other plugs. It's also well-written. You know, some of these books are really good, but they're not well-written. Like Miranda's book, you can just sit down and read that, and it reads like our – I mean, she's a great writer. It's not just the information she gathered. But Peter's not a professional writer like Miranda. This is an extremely well-written book. I'll give you another one you guys should all read. Probably think I'm nuts recommending it. Robert Kennedy's book on Fauci. If Kennedy is right, we got a scandal. I don't know that it matches uh, what, what happened with Biden and the Dems trying to, uh, trying to take uh, Trump out in a coup, you know, one after the other. But it sure as heck in some ways does because it involves our public health. And Kennedy, I have to tell you about Kennedy in the book. What impresses me about it is, again, well-written so that, you know, people could understand it, not the kind of technical language you get into when you do this stuff. And then some people like to impress, but a very well-written book. What impresses me are all the footnotes. I don't know. I think there are as many footnotes as there are. And being a lawyer, that's valuable to me because if I read something, I, I, I'll say, Fauci actually did that knowing people could die? And I go read the footnote, I go back and I look, he actually did say it. And he did say it at a certain time when he had to know it was untrue. You know, Fauci lost me pretty early, but I'll tell you when it was gone for me, handwriting on the wall, there's nothing Kennedy writes that surprises me. Although I admire Kennedy for the research that he did. And I admire him for knowing exactly what was going to happen to him. He knew what was going to happen to him. You know that. But when we get back, 
I'll be bringing you the mayor's final thoughts. I'm Rudy Giuliani with Common Sense. We'll uncover the truth and get to a solution on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Mayor's Final Thoughts. The Mayor's Final Thoughts are brought to you by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Again, donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. My final thoughts today are final actions or actions. They're not final. They're actions. Let's do something. Let's do something about something that I know to many of us, many of us that, 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 that have been watching this now for a year, year and a half, and watching our country slipping away from us. We've wanted to do something. Well, here's what we do in a lawful country. First of all, get in touch with Sliwa and Giuliani. Curtis, Sliwa, and Rudy Giuliani. Just go online. Sliwa, Giuliani. Right there, you got the petition. The petition says, get rid of Bragg. That's not easy. I mean, that's not hard. The guy's violating the Constitution of New York left and right. He's getting people killed. He's going to get more people killed. And you're basically doing what uh, Mrs. Rivera asked, asked us to do. Get this guy's attention and put the onus on Hochul. Let's see if we can get a politician to be as brave as Mrs. Rivera. Let's see if we can get a politician to stand up and not creep around. I don't have much hope that between now and when it's going to count, Adams is going to stand up and say, get rid of this guy. Protect my cops. Get rid of this guy. Today he was more interested in telling the plainclothes cops who were really in uniform. That's another political joke, right? Plainclothes cops, but they're really going to have identifiers on them. Uh, He told them, you know, don't do any trouble. Don't get in trouble. Look, I don't want him to get in trouble either. But there's a way to say that. That isn't the lead, babes. You know, you know, this is, this is, they're not like bad boys who go out and get in trouble all the time. I mean, that's the sick image that you're trying to combat as their leader. This guy is getting a honeymoon. I'm telling you, there are a lot of signs here. Second, how about we really, really begin what hopefully becomes a nationwide movement to get Snoop dog off the Super Bowl. We've had enough with the NFL that we made rich supporting the cop-killing Black Lives Matter that's supported by the cop-killing financier George Soros. Pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. Every rally we hear that. Uh, That means kill police officers, which they are doing now. If there was ever a time to allow this bum to be on the Super Bowl, it is certainly not at a time in which we've got already five cops shot in the first month of Adams' mayoralty. And all, uh, but how about last week? In a matter of two days, we had six cops shot all over America. Uh, once again, I remind you, this is the song, and the song uh, is by Snoop. And J5 slap, whatever that is. It's called police. It reads thusly, according to the great uh, sports columnist Phil Mushnick. All you N as out there, take your guns that you use in to shoot each other and start shooting these BS. Mother effing police. That'll impress a mother Effin N alike a me.
And this guy is going to appear uh, in front of national television at what is really sort of our national event at a time in which police officers are being shot, pursued, and killed. I don't know if it's record numbers. I'm going to check and find out. I think the first couple weeks were. But we're certainly doing it at a time of extreme danger for police officers. You all let it go by when every single one of those Black Lives Matter was a pro-kill police one. And, and companies like Pepsi and all of them gave money to the cop killers. And now they're asking the cops to stop the smashing grabs. And they funded the group that wants to kill the cops. And the, they're all getting underwritten by one guy, Soros. Biggest funder to Biden, biggest funder to the Democrats, biggest funder to the crooked DAs who let criminals go out in the hundreds and hundreds and maybe thousands, biggest funder to Black Lives Matter, biggest funder to Antifa, a man who wants to destroy America, wants us to be one world, wants us to be a dictatorship of one thought and one thought alone, and you are garbage and me to be destroyed. And if you're talking about these, the, these efforts to destroy people with lies and investigations and what, like what they're trying to do to me, Soros is behind a great deal of that. That is exactly his modus operandi. And one of these days I'll tell you what he did in Eastern Europe where he began the whole idea of corrupting prosecutors' offices. And then he brought it to the U.S. in 2016. And thank God Fox finally is going to allow people to go after him. Tucker Carlson is going to do a thing on him. You know, Fox was protecting the heck out of him. All you got to go look at is the tape of my, of my friend, the former speaker, who gets cut off during, uh, during a, great, uh, a great show, out, outnumbered Newt Gingrich, gets cut off. And the idea is, well, you can't talk about Soros. You can't talk about Soros. You can't talk about Soros. And I know people thrown off Fox for talking about Soros a year ago. So something changed there. Okay, I won't look to get horsing him out in this case. This guy is behind a lot of these murders and a lot of these killings. It's disgraceful. This is Rudy Giuliani. You know. Get up tomorrow morning and say, thank God I'm in America and God bless America.